This is News Talk. Well, we'll begin with the Irish Times. An awful lot about housing in the papers today uh, and about, uh, I suppose, asylum seekers and getting access to housing. So the Irish Times says that uh, a government expert group has warned that the generally positive attitudes here towards asylum seekers and Ukrainian refugees could change with potential for racist tensions and confrontation. The expert group also recommends that the state urgently uses emergency powers to build six reception centres on state-owned land by the end of next year, which could house up to 750 people each. So the government uh, will obviously be looking at this report as it plans to end direct provision in light of of the large influx of refugees into Ireland. And of course, we have the news today, 6,500 people seeking international protection here in the first six months of this year. So our attitudes, well, some people's attitudes towards asylum seekers could change and it could cause racist tension, according to that report. Now, staying with refugees, Irish Daily Mail, hotels pushing up refugees are owed millions. These are hotels across the country, apparently owed millions by the state for providing accommodation for Ukrainian refugees. So it looks like there's some sort of payment backlog. The Irish Daily Mail has heard of one hotel in Munster waiting on over €2 million. And according to the Mail, uh, the hotel has not received payment since it started accommodating refugees five months ago. So uh, obviously there's a lot of hotels involved, over 600 contracts with hotels, B&Bs and guest accommodation to provide accommodation for Ukrainians. Some of those ain't getting paid, it would seem, according to the Mail. Now, the Irish Independent on the front page, Taoiseach Michal Martin having a go at nimbyism, not in my backyard, in case you're not aware of what a NIMBY objector is. And the Taoiseach is urging homeowners to consider the plight of those seeking to get their foot on the property ladder before objecting to new developments. Michal Martin was speaking at a private event, but obviously it leaked out, as it often does. And uh, the Taoiseach spoke about the impact of the housing crisis on people under the age of 40 who don't own their own homes. And he said that before you essentially go off and start objecting to new homes in your community, if you own your own home, you should think about those who don't have the advantage of living in a house they purchased. So I guess he's sort of saying you should realise how lucky you are to own your own home and stop objecting and giving out about homes in your community um, because obviously that's a big issue around the country when we find houses are going to be built, planning objections kick in. But then others would say, well, they've very valid reasons for objecting to planning permission and objecting to housing. Uh, Irish examiner, cervical check victims treated like lepers. Women impacted by the cervical check scandal are being treated like lepers and are being refused medical appointments because they're part of a campaign group. This is Dr Gabriel Scally, who said women are being questioned about their association with the 221 Plus group before clinicians consider treating them. Uh, and while Dr Scally said women can now have a system they can trust, he's disappointed that members of the 221 Plus group are still not fully involved in discussions, decisions and committees around cervical checks. So that's some of what he had to say yesterday. I heard Gabriel Scally on the hard shoulder here on News Talk and actually he's quite positive 
about cervical check now. He was saying that uh, cervical check is a substantially better screening programme than it was in 2018 and women can have confidence in the system. You can listen back to his interview with Kieran Cudahy here on News Talk on the News Talk app. Kind of a mixed bag when it comes to cervical check. Now, a number of the papers going with the Regency trial. The Irish Daily Star, the main thing is we stay alive. Trial here is how Hutch looked for a ceasefire. The Irish Daily Mirror, Hutch wanted feud ceasefire. And the Irish Sun, we don't want any innocence shot. Jerry Hutch wanted a ceasefire with the Kinnahans following the killings of David Byrne and his brother Eddie. The Regency murder trial heard yesterday. So still hearing those audio tapes. Um, so it all sounds very, very dramatic at the Regency trial, getting the information from what's been said in those tapes. Now, inside the Times of London today, if you're a grandparent, well, you need to go off and start hugging your grandchildren because weekly hugs help to stave off loneliness, as studies suggest. Research has showed that regularly looking after children cut the risk of feeling lonely by about 60% and help to keep brains sharp and healthy. This is a great excuse now if you're trying to convince grandparents to mind their grandchildren and sometimes I know people feel guilty about leaving their children with their parents and think that it's not fair or whatever you just have to quote this new report and say actually I'm trying to save you from loneliness and obviously save a few bob on childcare as well so that's in the Times of London go off and hug your grandchildren mind them and uh, it'll cut your risk of loneliness now the papers are full it's interesting I was off for a few days and I've noticed the difference in the papers it's just wall to wall Christmas in the past couple of days Um, I think the fact Thanksgiving in the US today toy show on tomorrow as well Um, I think that the papers are just using it as an excuse to go full throttle Christmas and there's a survey in the Irish Daily Star about how we're planning to shop this Christmas. Seven out of ten Irish consumers are going to support local retailers, but a third will spend less due to the cost of living crisis. 69% of Christmas shoppers plan to make a special effort to purchase from local businesses, as they should. Very, very important that we support all these local companies. 54% say they're going to consider the environmental impact of the gifts that they buy. Hopefully that's true, and not just something you say in a survey to look good uh, and up to 31% of Irish shoppers plan to spend less this Christmas, some admitting they won't even buy a Christmas tree or eat turkey even if there's no turkey shortage they're not going to buy a turkey because it's expensive and they may not bother putting up a Christmas tree. I was surprised yesterday I heard this report out that your Christmas lights will cost you about 20 quid on your electricity bill. I thought it would be more, so it might encourage more people maybe to put up their Christmas lights and not be a Grinch uh, this Christmas. Two final stories, one from the Times of London. If you're a fan of wine, well, we now have what wine says about you. According to Italian researchers, the type of wine you drink is influenced by your personality. So if you're an extrovert, you drink champagne. Not really surprising, I don't think. Um, But if you have high emotional stability, you might enjoy a Cabernet Cabernet Sauvignon. You can tell I don't drink wine. The personalities of nearly 1,200 people aged 18 to 87 were assessed for 
explored the study and it looked at your levels of agreeableness, conscientiousness, uh, extraversion, neuroticism and openness and essentially outgoing people like champagne, sparkling wine, emotionally stable people like a Shiraz and if you're an agreeable person, if you're kind of cooperative and anything will do, I suppose, you might like a New World wine. Maybe you might uh, like a dry wine. So you might say Aussie Shiraz or Californian Cabernet would be complex, but with high alcohol and low acidity. So I think other people would just say they like the taste of the wine that they drink and there's nothing more to it. Final story comes from the Daily Telegraph. We're talking there about grandparents minding their grandchildren. If you're an older person and you don't want to mind children, there's another job option for you because in the Daily Telegraph we're told that older people are being urged to consider a second career as cabin crew. Airlines are trying to shrug off the notion that the career is only for young people. EasyJet has begun a recruitment drive for over 45s to show that a career as cabin crew is open to anyone with the right skills regardless of their age and EasyJet are particularly targeting people whose children who have left home. So they're the empty nesters or also older people who are looking for a new career later in life. And research by EasyJet suggested more than three quarters of empty nesters were seeking a new challenge. So there's a job option for you. If you're interested in it, go off and become cabin crew. On 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com. This, this is News Talk.